You're listening to JVM's blog podcast. Today is Wednesday, May 19th. My name is Sarah Bergert, but the blog is written by our founder, Jay Voorhees. I am recording today's episode in the first person to capture the intended tone of Jay's blog. The title of today's blog is Cash Out versus Rate and Term Refis. What's the big deal? Borrower reduces monthly payments by $4,700 per month. We recently locked in a cash-out refinance for a borrower that will save him $4,700 per month. This is, of course, because we are using mortgage proceeds to pay off an enormous amount of consumer debt. In any case, it prompted me to send an updated version of this blog from a few years ago. 90% of refis were cash-out prior to 2008. Prior to the 2008 meltdown, as much as 90% of all refinances were cash out, meaning borrowers increased their loan amount with almost every refinance in order to actually push cash out from their home or home equity. That percentage dropped to under 50% after the meltdown as borrowers are more conservative nowadays and they don't want to incur the extra cost associated with cash out refinances. Borrowers are allowed to increase their loan amount without incurring cash-out charges, as long as the extra funds go towards closing costs. Financeable closing costs can include one-time fees such as title insurance, escrow, appraisal fees, etc., and recurring costs such as property taxes, insurance, HOA dues, and interest. In California, borrowers are also allowed to get the lesser of $2,000 or 1% of the loan amount as cash and still avoid cash-out charges. In Texas, borrowers are not allowed to get any cash back, unfortunately. Cash-out charges and limitations. Loan-to-value limitations. Cash-out refis are limited to 80% loan-to-value, LTV, ratios in most cases for conforming and FHA loans, but are much more restrictive for jumbo loans. Rate and term refis, where loan amounts do not increase, in contrast, are available up to 95% LTV ratios for conforming loans and up to 96.5% for FHA loans. VA is the exception to the cash-out rules as they allow up to 100% loan-to-value cash-out loans. Jumbo lenders are the most restrictive when it comes to cash-out, with some limiting LTVs to 65%, and or prohibiting cash out altogether. Seasoning requirements. FHA and jumbo borrowers must wait 12 months until after they purchase to take cash out. Conforming borrowers must wait six months. And if conforming borrowers add someone to title, like a parent or spouse, they must wait six months too. Extra charges for cash out. The charges for cash-out loans range from as little as three-eighths of a point, a point equals 1% of the loan amount, for borrowers with high credit scores and low loan-to-value ratios all the way up to over three points for borrowers with low credit scores, under 640, and higher loan-to-value ratios, over 75%. These higher fees can be absorbed or offset by rate increases from one-eighth percent to over a full percent. On average, cash-out refinance loans probably result in rates that are about one-fourth percent higher than a rate-and-term refinance. If borrowers have very low LTVs, under 60%, 
and very high FICOs over 740, there are sometimes no charges at all for cash out. Lenders charge higher rates for cash out loans because they are riskier and because Fannie and Freddie don't want to be in the business of subsidizing cash out loans as their original mission was to help people buy homes, not borrow more and more money. Should borrowers still take cash out? If borrowers have substantial home improvements, tuition debt, or consumer debt that they are unable to pay off quickly, cash out loans always make sense, even if the rates are a bit higher. We frequently save borrowers thousands of dollars every month with cash out loans, as mentioned in the first line of this blog. Because rates remain surprisingly low in the face of recent inflation concerns, borrowers with any type of cash out needs would be wise to consider their options now. Thanks for listening to JVM's daily blog podcast. To learn more about the topics discussed in this blog or to get more information about our mortgage services, contact our team by phone or email. Our team's contact info is listed in the notes for this episode, and we are available seven days a week. To read this blog or any of Jay's hundreds of blog posts, you can visit our website at jvmlending.com. Thanks for listening.